Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey together through the auto detailing industry. You can find me on most platforms at Total Auto Solutions. Or if you want to reach out, uh, go to TikTok. It's a fun place to find me. But the best way, shoot me a text, 918-800-1188. Nick can also be reached. You find him on most platforms uh, under Vegas, dot, Vegas Rides. And uh, you want to reach Vegas out dot to Rides. God damn it. <laughs> I always keep saying I'm not going to mess it up. And I think every week I fucking mess it up, Nick. I'm horrible. No, I'm a no horrible worries. intro. Horrible intro no guy. Worries. It's all good, uh, man. Or shoot him an email, nick at vegasrides.com. Uh, nick, uh, much apologies, but uh, I'm going to hop into a nice frosty beverage. And I chose this one just because there's a drink that you and I both like. So I don't, I don't want to draw it out too much longer, but I'll wait another 15 seconds. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going with the Topo Chico hard oh, yeah. right? Topo Chico, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We both love, there you go. There you go. Yeah. But I no, saw it's... this and I was like, you know what? I've heard of people talking about it. And uh, it's like, you know what? Let's I want to give it. it a try. Yeah, yeah. I want to give it a try. So uh, for those of you that have asked, we did find some more pint glasses in the move. So there are some pint glasses on the app. That they've already been selling it because people have been like, hey, where do I get a yeah, pint glass? And we got a uh, ton of orders uh, for the pint glasses once we uh, – found a few. So that's pretty cool. It's, it's really cool that people buy that stuff. And uh, we're going to be putting a lot more effort into uh, how is it? Yeah. I had heard that people said it was way too sweet and we'd like, no, I, that, that tastes really, really good. That's not far <laughs> off from just a regular Topo Chico. I mean, you, uh, that's you great. got a little twang. There's like a little twang at the end, but otherwise you feel like you're just drinking one of your waters. Hey, Topo Chico, man. It's the uh, the drink of champs. I love them. Topo, yeah, or no, topo? I think I was. To it's topo. To it's Topo Chico. Yeah. yeah, no, it's great, man. I I like it. You know, out here we're reaching 115 degrees this week, so you end up drinking so much water. It's like, you know. All right, but so is it 115 that feels like 105? Because we're at 100 that feels like 115. So no, 115 is 115. Okay, anybody, so we're the same then, right? Yeah, so if it, anybody that same. tells you, yeah, if anybody tells you, they're like, oh, it's a dry heat. It's like, yeah, it's still 115 freaking degrees, okay? And for those that have ever been to Phoenix, Phoenix is a little bit hotter because it's got a tiny bit more humidity. Um, so their 115 feels a little bit worse than our 115. But once you hit that 110 and above, it's freaking hot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but I don't have a problem with the heat, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, but it, it can wear, and this is where you got to kind of manage your guys. You got to be very smart about, Hey, I mean, I did it this morning. Have you guys had a sip of water? Cause I haven't seen you sip some water, you know, since I've been here and it's look, man, you want to look out for everybody. I mean, it can just, you know what it's like. It can just get dangerous. You know, all of a sudden the guy's passing out while he's working. So, you but know, it's crazy. I'm, I'm like you, man. I, I love the heat. And yeah. it's, as I've said before, the winter's not so great for me in Oklahoma. You know, I, I'm not I, a I fan of it. <laughs> yeah. But I love heat. And so when it comes to the point in time, as this weekend, I was super excited, man. I was ready. 
we're finally done with rain ish you know i mean we'll have some here and there but our rainy season it, it kind of got turned off i mean we had a long a long yeah, rainy you season did, through april sure. may uh but it finally has turned off so the door's got to come off right oh, yeah. you, you i do not understand people that have jeeps and just put the windows down right or they'll just take the little top like you got to take the doors off. Like you, you Look had it, a Jeep. You, you oh, I've had a, bu- I've, I've had a, yeah. I've had a bunch of them. I've had a bunch of Jeeps. And uh, the last Jeep that I had, I, I've told this story. I'm sure on the podcast. I was in San Diego, um, and it. I had a brand new top on it that never was put on ever. So when I sold the Jeep, the guy's like, "How new is this top?" I said, "Never put on." He goes, "Wait a minute. You know, Carfax says you've owned it for X number of time." I said, "Dude, it's never been on. I've never had it. I." It took me a long time to accept the four-door Jeep because I was a purist going back to the square headlights and the gauges, and I didn't like to change. I got over that. I'm now okay with the four-door Jeep. That that um, was, right? Like when it was it was 2007 was the first four-door Jeep, and those moments, that was, it was a massive shakeup for people that – old school Jeep owners. And then yeah. there was this new four door and it, it well, was actually that there was a big change for me going from the square headlights to the round headlights was a huge change. Yeah. So if you were an original Jeep person, you know, you, those square headlights meant something, right? It had that industrial look when they rounded the headlights, that was tough for me to buy the, cause I had a square headlight Jeep and a hard top, which was considered blasphemy. I hated the hard top, got rid of the hard top. This is the first Jeep I ever owned but it had all the gauges. I wired up the sound system. You know, that was before sound bars were really a thing. Now you can sit in your Jeep and you can hear everything because of the sound bar. So I actually had, I built a sound bar before you could buy a sound bar. So I, I didn't have it all the way across how it's braced now, but I had two speakers on the bars behind your head. So you could actually hear your radio. So I was, it took me a long time to get used to the round headlights. And then from the round headlights, it was the four-door Jeep. But, you know, again, I'm kind of with you. I, you know, and, and and I think Jess would probably know better than me, but I never had the doors on, I don't think. I don't think I ever had the doors on or the top up. And when it rained, which I lived right on the water, you know, it was musty all the time in the morning, especially you would get some of that dew. It was like, hey, man, I bought the Jeep because seats are waterproof the stereo is waterproof i mean i bought it to let it it should be but you know again i kind of look at it and say if you're going to buy a jeep man let it let it hang out all right listen i'm with you too i've been made fun of plenty of times by local people here that don't understand that when you get a jeep the door's got to come off top's got to come off and I get yeah. rained on all the time. And so that's actually one reason why, like when the doors are going to come off this weekend, I had to go to a dealership because I needed to get, I had some recalls. I had this check engine light. I'd gotten some rain on it that I got some stuff going on. I was like, Hey, can y'all, uh, you know, I'm not sure. I can't connect to this stuff. These things are being yeah. in like, Hey, let's go in and town and take a look at this. Do you, I mean, are you a, are you a dealership guy? I didn't, not everybody's a dealership person no. when they, they take their vehicles in. I sometimes will go to a, a small mechanic. Sometimes I'll take a vehicle into a dealership this time I needed to. And so it was, it was, it was a big eye opener for me going into a, a Jeep store and then looking around and go, Hey, how y'all doing? Not good. <laughs> yeah. Not good. Like, like, and that's not good. Not good. Not good yeah. at all. I'm like, no, but I'm looking around and I go, yeah, there's, 
there's no cars here. And not even in the service drive, there wasn't very many cars. And it was like, oh, oh shit, is the world of owning a vehicle, servicing your vehicle, purchasing a vehicle, is that whole thing about to really get shaken up? I mean, it, it, it's, it's crazy, man. It is like crazy. I said, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know how they're going to get out of it, you know, because you have all these dealerships and, and for those that don't want to be bored with it, let me just, you know, boil it down. There's probably not a dealership on the planet that doesn't owe a ton of money. You know, they're very debt ridden businesses and, you know, they work off of debt. They don't work on, I own this and I own that very few. It's mostly debt ridden flooring costs and and you know building costs and every upgrade they ever do is financed and i don't know i i've said this to a lot of people recently marty that were just you know asking me questions as customers i i don't know i don't know that i'd want to buy a new vehicle it would kind of worry me about the production of it and i know that may sound a little silly but everything's been so disrupted and auto manufacturing is an imperfect thing anyway now I have interruptions. What's that mean for the car I'm having built? Is it going to be, am I just going to immediately have to take it to the dealership to get something fixed? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, this is a really strange moment. It's not, it's actually just interesting to talk about. It's, it's not even about like a solution. It's just like, what the, what the fuck's going to happen? Yeah. I mean, I just think the debt on these businesses is going to be very interesting to watch because I mean, you know, a bunch of dealerships. I know the dealership world well enough. I mean, it's a lot of glitz and glamour. It's a lot of people living beyond their means that own those places. And it, it starts at the business and goes into their personal life. I, I venture that the biggest companies, the Penske's of the world are just going to become bigger. They're yeah. going to go to the market. Yep. They're going to get all this cash and they're just going to start buying maybe whole cities like Tulsa out. Hey, we're just going to take every dealership here. And people think that's crazy. It's not crazy. A, a city the size of Tulsa could be bought up by Penske tomorrow. And, you know, AutoNation and, and those types of companies could literally just buy the whole city. And, and that's why I wanted to bring it like, that is a very true thing. And for those people that listen that do go to dealerships, like, I mean, they, they literally could start seeing name changes. They could start seeing branch. Like they could start seeing some go down. I mean, there's really no way of knowing what happens over the next year plus. No, and I we actually had construction of, they're basically trying to shift the auto mall here. You know, everybody has like an auto alley or auto mall in their city. They're kind of trying to shift it from one side of the city to the other. And that building has, is like stopped in the middle. They basically built these like seven, eight dealerships. They're up, they're running, they're running, they're running. These other ones were under construction. No more construction. And I mean, it happened overnight. And I think it's interesting, man. I, I've had to advise some clients, as you know, I talked to a lot of my clients about what cars they want to order. And I'm like, yeah, look, man, if this car doesn't matter to you, order one, let the chips fall. But if you, you know, I got some clients ordering special cars to them. I'm like, yeah, I may wait. I mean, I, I don't know how they're going to control the quality of vehicles at all. I mean, when you talk about the major components of running the system are not available, how are they going to test those systems? The word that we're getting, and I'll repeat it here, is that there's 20, 30, 40, 100,000 trucks and cars sitting places waiting for the chips. Those are rotting away. So now I'm going to enter the chip into this rotting car. I, 
I don't think this is a simple solution. And for the car guys and gals out there, man, it's, you might want to wait on your dream car a little bit and just kind of let this thing settle down. <laughs> I mean, and that's sort of the point, right? Like it, we now, uh, those of us that own and love cars and enjoy our car life, like sometimes we got to go, do I buy a car now? Do I buy a new car? Do I continue to serve it? I mean, it, it is why we want to bring it up because inside, our, inside the passion of what we do, we, we got to understand when sometimes when's the right time to, to go forward or when's the, maybe well, the time to. And, and, I, and I'll give you a, a quick story. Lamborghini is, is sold out. That's their official stance as a company. We're sold out of cars. I mean, name one time in your life of being in the car world that you've ever heard the word sold out. That's just never, you know, this isn't the bowling alley down the street. You know, we don't have any more lanes. This is the Lamborghini. We're sold out, you know, and they're part of the largest auto group in the world. And we're out of cars. I mean, that's their corporate stance at the moment. I mean, this is unprecedented. And again, for a guy like me, and we're going to be releasing, I guess we can say here, you know, we'll eventually have a car related podcast. This would just be something I would tell people like, sit back with the popcorn a little bit. Like if you're into cars, man, just sit back and watch what manufacturers do. I mean, Bronco is trickling out. We're starting to see some big Broncos finally oh, hit the street. Are they all white? <laughs> I mean, but they're not very many. Are they coming uh, out with an all white one? I mean, they have to, don't they? Do you want that OJ blowback? I don't know. For those who are not old enough, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you don't want that. OJ. Well, you know, I see OJ all the time. You knew that, right? No. Oh, yeah. Is he still him all in the, the hotel time. trying to sell off stuff? No, <laughs> no. Rob, Rob is memorabilia. No, I see, we see him all the time out here. Uh, uh, a place where I used to be, uh, I, I play a lot of golf on the weekends for those who don't know. A uh, place I used to be a member here, he lived on the second hole. So I used to see him all the time, but now I just see him around town. Like there's nobody that'll let him get a membership anywhere. You know, they've just kind of like banned him. They don't want that publicity. And, uh, but we see him when we play golf around town. I mean, it's kind of a sad sight. I mean, you know what I mean? The guy just wants to get on with his life, which, you know, is not going to happen. That's never happening. <laughs> well, I got on, I got on with my Jeep life this weekend, man. I mean, once the doors were off, listen, I, I love putting my feet out. I love cruising, love taking little trips, just going down the road, turn on some music, even though it's a hundred degrees out. I love the temperature. I love the way my car feels I'm, as I'm driving, you know, like my passion for the Jeep is doors off wind blowing, going crazy. But before I could do that, right. We had this thing called Tulsa tough, which is super fun. It's a national bike event, but they go up this hill called Crybaby hill. And so it's just this massive party because everybody's struggling to get up. And so you're always cheering, yelling, cowbells, you know, that whole thing. The theme yeah. this year was uh, Tiger King. So oh, all funny. the youngins dressed up with like big wigs. I'm <laughs> telling you, the, the party in the back is definitely here. Oh, There's, it's back. Yeah, the mullet's back. Oh, it's back. back. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. There were some that had wigs, but the amount of people that showed up with true mullets, like. Oh, yeah. Now the mullet's that back. That is crazy. That was no, I, I know. I was I, not ready. Look, athlete, athletes are rocking mullets. Mullets back. Like this. Yeah. This isn't. This is no longer making fun of mullets. Mullets are back. Like mullets are back. But before I could do all that, right? Got to get it serviced. Before you go take your ride out, what do you got to do? You got to clean it. Oh yeah. Dude, you got to. You got to clean your ride before you're gonna go cruising, don't you? Is, so, it, is there anything better than a clean car? 
It, it drives better. That's what I think. I I think so. Do you? It's I mean, a, I've always thought I, that. Like the yeah. more you clean, like I've always thought for some strange reason. Now it seems hocus pocus. I'm a baseball, you know, fan. Grew up playing baseball. Played in college. Like baseball is very superstitious. Yep. You do things like I would hop over lines. I would touch yep. like when you go to step up to the plate, I would always do a sit like that's just baseball yeah. is that way. I'm that way with my car too. I'm superstitious. Like I think it drives better. I agree. There's no doubt that it looks better and you get a lot more of that. Ooh. Yeah, for sure. That's no, the it's, best thing. And so, and especially in a Jeep, you know, if a Jeep is really dialed in, you know, there's certain cars that just have that, you know, if it's dialed in, you get a comment or two and, uh, I told you I had a Corvette that I bought off a guy and I, I would take the the glass top off. And when that thing was perfectly dialed in, it was, you know, people just noticed like it was a completely different experience than when it wasn't dialed in. And it's just, it's just one of those things, man. It's like the craziest experience. If you want to experience it, right? Like some people don't understand that clean car life type thing, but for those that like their stuff, dialed and looking good and on point it's i don't know it doesn't feel the the same and and when i i love doing and what we've been doing especially over the last month and i had again this weekend listen the best feeling ever is when you have a 2011 and it's black generally if it's an older vehicle that's dark right looks horrible Listen, this is, this is what I absolutely love about the product that we've coming out with. I could clean my car and then I went and sprayed slick on it. Super easy. The gloss levels. I'm Crazy. telling you, people kept asking me, is that new? And I'm like, listen, if Nick was here, he'd be fucking pissed off because he knows headlights. He knows tails lights. <laughs> like, he knows that, you know, there's parts of this car. Like, no, yeah. it's not brand new. It's a 2011. I look at him. I go, what? It's an, it's an 11. They go, wow. I know. It looks so good. The new, like, like slick is, you know, and I, we can just get on it now. You know, we're we're basically coming out with the perfect silica spray in our mind, right? This is labor of love, maybe is the right word, which is, you know, a year. You and I met before Mobile Tech nineteen, meaning we talked on the phone. And one of the things I was talking to everybody at that point about was how do we still have these products that streak all over the car? I I know you have to remember that. It it was like, it is still the most baffling thing to me that we have all of this technology, yet every product I was ever using, every silica spray or, or every topper I was using, I would have to work my ass off for it not to smear all over the paint. And I couldn't believe it. I mean, I would say it to everybody, you, other manufacturers. I mean, I said it to everybody and it was like the number one thing when I came aboard and I said, I was going to you know, start being a part of the company. I said, dude, this is the first product where I'm not waiting. Like I drew the line in the sand. So for anybody that doesn't like the product or it doesn't fit your needs, it's on me. Like this is 100%. I'm doing this, Marty, we got to do this. And we had to solve a problem. And the interesting part behind it is you know, it's not easy to solve a problem, man, because what happens is, is that all of these people that you try to work with and, and try to gather their knowledge are influenced by someone else's knowledge, right? So explain what you mean. Everybody thinks that you have to have all of these crazy blends in a silica spray, 
Mm. They call them polymer blends. That's like the, the, the all encompassing, you don't know what's in the blend, but there's some polymer and there's some other different chemicals that allow the chemical to mix and play well together. And there was all these beliefs, right? I mean, we had several, lots of samples we didn't like, meaning, okay, we're on the right track with this. We got to fix this part of the formula. We got to fix that part of the formula. We got to fix this part of the formula. Number one, this is a formula that doesn't exist anywhere else. This is ours. Okay. This isn't, we called someone up and said, Hey, what's your four sprays? And you know, we'll pick the best one and change the color. Let me get back to color and scent as well. Uh, remind me on that. Um, but there's a, there's a reality that we faced, which was, Hey man, we know the problems in the real world. We're now trying to reverse engineer out of those problems into a formula, right? Like, we don't want it to smear. It's got to work on glass. We don't want it to act crazy on trim. That's the other thing. I see these silica sprays that basically look like they're putting dressing down on a, on a piece of trim. You want to know why? Because it's dressing. That's why it does that. This, these types of sprays don't carry the kind of weight where they're going to magically look like a dressed piece of trim. Like you and I had this conversation offline. I think it'd be interesting. A lot of people don't realize crazy water behavior comes from actual tire dressing ingredients in a silica spray. We didn't want any of that. We wanted a pure formula for a lot of reasons. And I think, you know, those are some of the things we're going to unpack today. But this was like, to me, for me, and I hope everybody here, like this was like my thing. I did not want a product that smeared all over. And what came out of it was like you said, you're driving your Jeep around. I've been driving uh, customers' cars. I've been driving my own cars and everybody notices the look. And I think that's what we wrapped our head around was once we started boiling this formula down and getting it more and more pure of all the junk that is in everything else. And we started getting a pure like silica water as least amount of ingredients as we could. What do we find? That silica, when it's on the surface and it's top notch, the look is insane. Yeah. I mean, it actually takes your coated vehicle, if and not coated vehicles as well, but since you have coating on your car, I have coating on a lot of my cars. Guess what, man? The way it reacts with a coating is I haven't ever had anything like it. I hadn't. I mean, and, and as I would use some and then send it to you and we would go back and forth on trying to figure out what we needed to change, where we needed to go forward with it, uh, went back to, you know, who we were working with and putting it all together. The, the thing that we definitely got to was both of us. And then anybody that's used it has just gone. Wow. Yeah. Like, whoa. I mean, it, it really is to a new level. And I, for me, as I started trying to wrap around as, as you and I started talking, you know, how do we do this? You're, you're right, man. This was, this was your baby. And this was, you said, we got to do this. And so it was like, I was trying to learn from you. Well, what's been in the others? I haven't used them, right? You, you used a lot of the other stuff and I just, I never have. I didn't go order stuff from people. I, I haven't sprayed other people's stuff on paint. I've watched yeah. some people. And I've, I've heard feedback from people, yeah. but I myself haven't. The one thing myself that I really wanted to make sure that we did was not bullshit, right? Yeah. I, 
I, we wanted to hone into what is a silica spray? Because there's a lot of people, whether that's on their label, whether or not that's what they say, they kind of mislead or they just outright lie and say or that they're going to put a ceramic spray or a or they don't SiO2 <laughs> spray, right? Yeah. What I have learned through this process is there's actually no way to put in dioxide ceramic into the formula because that's what hardens, right? Like if we're going to do a coating, it's silica dioxide and a solvent, right? Silica dioxide. You got to take the dioxide out, right? Like yep. for people that are saying that they're putting dioxide and it's a water-based spray protectant, I've, I've overly talked about that for over a couple of years. Like that's just false. Like you can't yeah. do it. And so I wanted to make sure that we were that way. And that was kind of the important part for me. Yep. And then what we got out of it and what you dialed in, man, it, it's been a great well, product so far. And what people are going to realize is, is that, so when you maintain a coating, so, so let's talk about why we didn't cut, why don't we dye it? And why didn't we put a scent in our silica spray? We don't have some peach scent or, you know, some kind of like, it, it's just, it's the chemical. Okay. Because here's the problem with scents and dyes. When you talk about sprays that are going on your paint, scents and dyes don't necessarily hurt, you know, tire shine or, you know, it, it, it's going on rubber. It's not going to have some adverse reaction. But what we found is the dye will actually stain your paint. It'll, it'll actually change your formula, believe it or not. The dye will interact in your formula negatively. Now, it may only be a little percentage, but we didn't want any of that. We didn't want anything that wasn't pure in our formula. The scent is the same thing, that when you try to put a scent in, you're now altering the formula. So all these times that you look at a blue scent and it smells like blueberries in a, in a spray, well, guess what? There's a negativity to that, that they had to use some type of chemical and dye to get it to that scent and that uh, color. So remember, we were trying for a long time, and I'll be transparent about this. We thought we needed a color and a scent. When we talked with the people we were working with, they were like, hey, man, don't do this. Like this is, this is now we're going to have to use it at a level. And this is the other thing. One of the red flags that kind of was brought up to us is if you can put a dye in one of these silica based products, it's yeah. not very pure Yeah. because silica is so the, the mixture is so strong that, that you can't really dye it. It won't really accept the dye. Right. I mean, that's basically yeah. to boil our it mixture. down. Yeah. Our mixture. Apparently others can't. Yeah. So if you, and we, I keep, I should say, I keep going back to the word pure. When you boil a formulation down to its purest form, you get the best product. And that's kept, that's what we kept battling and kept battling and kept battling. And Hey man, this isn't right. This struck, this was, I remember. So my process was simple. If I can't finish windows with the product, the product's not formulated right for the paint. You Why should do you have say that? Yeah. because number one, there's a big misconception. Paint is porous and glass is porous. Okay. There, there is no, it's not like this, this surface that can't be penetrated. That's how we get contamination, right? Your windows can be contaminated. Your, your, your paint can be contaminated. They're not perfectly like rock solid, impenetrable 
surfaces. Well, glass to the eye, when you sit in your car and you look at the sunlight, guess what I can see as clear as day? Does this product streak or not? Because maybe something happened on your panel that you don't know about. But when it comes to glass, it's unforgiving. The most unforgiving thing on a car, and everybody jokes about it, if you're not good at glass, it's going to be tough to be a great detailer. Okay. Meaning your shop's going to struggle. You're going to get complaints. You got to find a way to get glass to be like glass, right? I mean, it's, you can't have any kind of streaks. How many complaints have people gotten over the years? I certainly did it early in my career. I've actually told you, and we'll share this with some of our content. We are going to work on a glass cleaner, but our glass cleaner is probably going to be very different than anything on the market because this heavy cleaning solution that's in glass cleaner is unnecessary. And that's what leaves the streaks, right? So when I was trying to get the silica spray of ours dialed in, I always at the very end took a towel that was a little damp, had maybe a dry side. And what I wanted was I could squirt one or two, depending on how big the windshield was, wipe it in, flip the towel, wipe it off, not a streak to be found. And we certainly didn't have that at the beginning. I mean, I remember just calling you saying, dude, this, and we were a long way away. And it's not unlike when you first start detailing, right? Like you're just a long way away. You're, you're, you're learning how to detail the wheel and you look and you go, oh man, I missed a spot. It was the same with this. It's just, it was a process, but the glass is so unforgiving. That's what I think is a great test spot for any product like this. So it, people may not agree with that, but I wanted an unforgiving surface to continue to test. We were testing it on paint after paint. For those that don't know, we were putting it on 600 cars a week. I mean, we, we knew what it was doing and we knew what it wasn't working on. And we knew if it didn't interact well with a certain manufacturer and we just never had it. Once we got to our final destination, man, slick passed all the tests. I mean, it, it did everything. And I, I think it's important to talk about, like you said, being honest about claims, you know, you shouldn't put something on your car where somebody's not telling you the full story. And, and I think that's what we're trying to do with this product is, Hey man, you can't have all this stuff in the formulation because it's just going to contaminate your coating. It's going to contaminate your painting surface. It's going to cause contamination in a lot of, you know, you've heard that story before where somebody feels like they put something on their car and it causes more contamination. Look, man, there, there's a lot of things that went into this, but this is a made in the USA formulation. It's completely ours. Nobody else has ever developed this product. We, we didn't use a, a blueprint of what somebody else was doing. We literally said, this is what we want. And we went and found people to help us do that. Yeah. Uh, worked heavily on the label too, man. You, but you nailed the label. It looks really great. We, we've gone back and forth multiple times trying to get the, the right way. Yeah. But as I put out some photos, listen, the DMs, the amount of interaction, like everybody loves the way that the new labels look. And Marty, you deserve a lot of credit for that. You're working with our designer. You, you stepped in and, you know, solidified some things. And, and here's the coolest thing, man. We just want the labels to pop. You know, they're sitting on your shelf or they're sitting in your truck or whoever uses this product. We want you to just be like, man, this, I'm proud to have it, 
right? Well, like, let, let's be upfront, right? We say transparent, like there's a little bit of the way I think that doesn't always translate into pop, right? Like <laughs> we can look at the, some of the, my, my designs and the way I've done stuff over the past years <clears throat> has been more simple, right? It's just been, yep. here's this. And then maybe the logo isn't just amazing, but it's just, it's just good enough. And you know, it's just, I piece stuff together. That's just the way I built it, right? Like <laughs> I, I'm not a designer. I'm never, yeah. If everybody can relate, right? We we just 100%. started picking up a power washer and cleaning cars, right? Like I'm, yep. I we're just trying to figure stuff out. So my labels and the way I did stuff, it was it just wasn't as poppy. It just wasn't as, so. Yeah, it has taken it, a bit of work. Then not only just designing the product, right? Because absolutely correct. I'm glad you said that. We don't have a formula that. We went to a group and said, hey, we just want to take that one, but let's yep. mix it with, right? Completely fine. 100% completely fine. That's and there's, part, and there's times to do, and there's times to do that. There's, there's times, times to do, that, do right? 100%. Yeah, to, completely fine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, completely fine. This one, we worked very hard to make sure that we got it dialed all the way in. And then that last piece was definitely trying to work out that label. So as people have been like, hey, man, when can I get that more? Hey, wait, wait. I'm like, hey, listen, uh, you know, we, <laughs> hey, we, we got some we label get... stuff, man. We're trying to really get this the right way. And and look, so people know you're going to get the label and notice that, you know, the black part of the label pops. I mean, we worked on the color black. I mean, think about that. People And, and look, I wouldn't have known this. So I, I'm just sharing it because I think it's interesting. It's not because we have it right or... I'm just sharing you the behind the We're scenes. We're two on... detailers putting out a product, right? Like <laughs> yeah, we gotta right. tell you this stuff so that like everybody yeah. wants to like they yeah, think people always ask. Create... Yeah. yeah, people always ask too. They're always like, "Oh, you know, why isn't this out? Why isn't that out?" Well, look, man, the the labels. We're on the third printing of labels, and we just now this morning said, hey, I, I think we're ready. And then we had to talk about the coding on the labels. Yeah. And we don't want the labels to appear this way. And look, man, anybody that does it half-ass can do it. We're not doing that. This is a new chapter of we're trying to separate ourselves. And so for all the guys and gals that reach out, and, and look, there's a bunch of guys that have tried Slick. You know, for those that don't know, for especially people that are joining us for the first time, a bunch of people have tried it and they want it and they want it bad and they can't believe it's not in stock. Well, it is in stock. The problem is we didn't have the bottles for it. So then we went through this bottle fiasco. Okay. For those that don't know, the world is real thin in bottle supply. So we have this, this, this situation where we have the bottles delivered. Yeah. Yeah. Let me explain that one. Cause I think that one's funny. <laughs> All right. So the way I've pieced together the way I've, you know, right. Uh, at the old spot where we were, because I also was running a full uh, local delivery service. Right. I didn't have somebody always sitting at that location. Yeah. So it didn't make sense to have stuff shipped there because stuff would come in, nobody would be there to sign or nobody yep. pick it. Like it was just, you couldn't do it. So I always used a UPS store because it just, you could get a box, uh, you know, people would send stuff. I could get a text message and then we'd go pick it up. It just made it a lot easier. Well, yep. that store got sold to a new owner who was very specific on, you could only have three names on this mailbox that were printed on a label maker that they <laughs> stuck inside the box. Right? Which, like, by the way, this, he made. 
this is the crazy, like, this is where it gets so crazy. Like, <laughs> and so because it didn't have Marnik solution on that label that they just made by hand that they could have just turned around and made, right? But apparently later we've come to realize you can only have three, like it just, it was a disaster, right? Like, so yeah. they denied all the bottles, right? So yeah. we make this big order, we get bottles coming in, we're ready to move forward. By the way, in a bottle shortage. So we're just ecstatic that we got any bottles. Because remember, the, the fiasco started when we started releasing and have guys test slick. We didn't realize the bottle thing was going to be a fiasco getting them. So we're going to different suppliers. No, we're out. Not wait. You know, we might not have any till August. No, we're out. No, we don't have this one. No, we don't have that one. No, you can't put it in this one. No. I mean, no, we don't have the sprayers. No, well, we don't have this. I mean, yeah. it was like crazy. And so pause because the, I ran into that before you came on, right? Like uh, early parts of Corona, right? Everything just got bought up by the sanitizer companies. Yep. So there was a lot of things inside of the company as we had to make changes in products. We had to make changes in what we were going to do with packaging. We had to make a lot of changes simply because we're a small company. Massive companies bought up all the supply, right? That yeah, was last literally. year. And then supply yeah. started coming back in and everybody was okay. Now, I guess there's a resin, like there's just another shortage that now we're having to go with. And uh, geez, it is what it is. It's not like we wanted it, right? Like it's, yeah. this is the thing. This is the Dude, reason why crazy. we say this thing. There's why I say it. It's like, we always talk about shit that happens. Oh yeah. You guys are running business or you know, if you're listening, you you just like cleaning your car. Cool, whatever. Like, everybody runs into shit. Yeah. No, no life goes away without having shit that you deal with. This is just another on top oh, of. Dude. And I think, Nick, for me, I think the more in life as I keep going at 43, hey, I'm still going. <laughs> all right. Each time I try and do something, quote unquote, right? You have an idea. We work together. We keep going. Like, every time you keep trying to push forward, there seems to always be something that puts you backwards, oh, right? Yeah. No and question. so the reason why I really wanted to kind of tie all this part in is, listen, every time that anybody's going to kind of come out with an idea, whether that's you're a, a, a guy that cleans cars, that does it professionally, whether it's you're a guy at home, gal, either way, always something coming at, always having to, we said the other day, keep your head on a swivel, right? There's yeah. always something that you've got to work through. And at this point, then we had a person looking at me in the face and going, I denied your package because they didn't have the name. <laughs> like they knew who it was, right? Yeah. They oh, yeah. They, and by the way, they knew. They knew they it knew. was for us. And yeah. because it wasn't on that fucking goddamn, like they denied Dude, it. It was, a, it was the And then it thing. got lost, right? Then it got lost. So here's then it the deal. Got so, lost. so here's what happens they, they deny the package. It goes back to our provider. I tell the provider, "Hey, we're in the middle of moving. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to send this to the new address." Terrific. Takes down the new address. Well, meanwhile, his shipping had already resent the package, and he hadn't been informed that it's back going to the PO box. And I'm like, he. I I asked him. I said, "Hey, you said it already shipped. You don't have my address yet." He goes, "Yeah, I'll get I'll get it stopped. I'll get it stopped." Okay. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, Marty, uh, have you seen those bottles? You're like, no. I'm like, huh. I said, hey, man, can you run by the UPS store, see if they maybe have the bottles? 
Oh yeah, we denied him. So then they denied him a second time. So what happens is now the package never gets back to the container provider. Now they're just lost, lost in the ether. We're making this new relationship with this guy. He's going out of his way. In all fairness, you know, our, our representative at our, at our new uh, bottling company, it, they took care of us. They, they literally got another shipment of bottles in. He goes, look, man, I don't know where these bottles are. I'm just shipping you new ones. I'll figure it out. We finally get the rest of the bottles. And now we're dealing with the label. We get the labels put on and we're like, hey, this label looks better than this label. Hey, we got to go back and fix this graphic. Hey, there's too much black here. And you know what, man? This is why I'm always so passionate about you can't just do things halfway, man. It, it's, it, you just can't. Like all of this stuff, if we'd have done it halfway, we wouldn't have the bottles we have. Our gallons probably look, look better than almost anything on the market because of how the handle sits. It's black. It's going to look great on a shelf. It's going to look great in your detail shop. It's going to look great in your garage. Like this was a lot of thought, you know, and moving forward, our brand is really about thought, you know, Hey, this doesn't work. We're not going to do this anymore. Guys, we had a lot of spray in our business, uh, our phobic product. Marty, it wasn't up to our standard. We just, we didn't like it well enough. And we had gotten negative. I mean, just not being able to sell something because you make a decision or you say, hey, look, we need to move on from a product. It's costly. That's the other part of this is that, remember, not only is the time costing us money, but the actual money involved in doing this and continuing to ship products back and forth and test products, it's weeks and months and months and and you're just hoping, hoping that you get to a place. There was actually a time halfway through this that we're like, hey, we're not on the right track, I don't think. This product's not really reacting any way we want it to. This isn't right. This isn't, we're testing it more. Luckily, we get over that hump, which is not a guarantee. There's plenty of products that die on the floor. Like, hey, th this we're, we're going to be releasing a new dressing product because we've had a product that, presented all kinds of issues, right? It wasn't because of lack of effort, but I think that's the other part of this. There is so much money tied up in the shit that you screw up. Like for us, think about all the formulations. You just we got say wrong. I screw up a lot of shit. No, I'm saying me, you know, I mean, think about this. We, we have to tell sooner or later, we'll have to tell you the towel story. We got a microfiber towel stuck in customs. Do you remember that? We were trying to test a microfiber towel. Like it's, it's the craziest thing on the planet, but you wouldn't believe it unless you go through it. And that's the cool part. But this, this, this product slick, I, I I'm, I'm really proud of it. Like this is, this is something that look, man, we make ceramic coating easier than anybody. You don't need a product to, to replace ceramic coating. And that's what everybody's silica spray supposedly use this on your car. It's going to replace ceramic. Well, why? Why not just put the best shit on your car, our ceramic, put Uno on your car, and then use slick on top of it. Then you got one year of protection. And now you got this insane product that's going to take your level of uh, your look up three or four or five levels. Like, we're not trying to say, use this as a standalone. You certainly can. You certainly can use any of the, this type of product as a standalone, but we make ceramic coating so easy. 
and so affordable, buy a 30 mil of Uno for 20 bucks and put it on your car and then maintain it with slick and you're all kinds of protected and your car looks insane. I think that's one of the things we've avoided pretty well, Marty. We're not telling people use this as a standalone. We're telling people make your car look insane. This product is unbelievable. And for two detailers, 40 plus years experience. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we joke, but I mean, if it, it continues to baffle me, right? I use it and continue to go, God damn. Like I did a video this morning, right? I quoted Derek from DJ, DJD detailing, right? On the community pub all the time. His quote is always, God damn. Like, yeah, I did. I look, I clean the car. I clean my Jeep again. I, cause you know, that's what we do, right? Cleaned it before the weekend. I cleaned it after the weekend. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. And it's just like, God damn, that looks good. Yeah. So Nick though, right. You mentioned something a second ago. And so this is, this is the question I really, I, I thought about it when you, when you said this coming into and the experience of being involved with it all, right taking an idea of a product and journeying through that long process. Man, it goes back to a lot of times we talk about like having an idea and what it takes to actually get to the end goal. Yeah. And it's, it's why I, I try to be realistic with people. Some people are not made to own a business and that's okay. And I think as a society, we've, we've made that dirty or bad, or you're working for the man. I I think that's ignorant. I think when you go through something like this and you get to the end, you realize, man, I got a lot of friends and family that wouldn't have done all this and that's okay. But it's a lot of bullshit, man. It's a lot of dealing with different people and, you're bringing all of these worlds together to meet your goal, right? And you need all these things to work together and they don't. And so you got to wait and you waste a day here and a day there and three days here and you lose a week and, you know, somebody goes on vacation that you need to get something done or whatever. And I think it's an interesting thing every time you do something like this. If If you're in business long enough, you have enough of these experiences that it doesn't rattle you. You're just like, yeah, I, I, this happened last time. And do you remember when Johnny did this or whatever, right? Like you always have that, but it's always surprising that you do get it to the finish line. Like I'm pretty shocked that right now we're talking about final steps of marketing, sales, putting labels on. We're at the finish line. And, you know, we're literally waiting for a piece of equipment. Like I'll, I'll let anybody in on why it has we've had the drum for a while. Uh, just like anything else, Corona has gotten in the way of some equipment and ease of use and getting things quickly. And so literally, I mean, it's pretty unbelievable to get this thing to the finish line and to actually have something that was used in my business every day. Like just so people know, I don't have slick at my house right now. Like this is the funniest part. I have slick and there's going to be people that probably get slick delivered before I get it delivered for, for my business and my, I mean, I've been waiting on slick like everyone else. I mean, Marty, how many times do I call you a day? Like, dude, have, has this arrived? Has this arrived? 
I need you to send it. I gotta, I gotta get an order out. I got like, dude, this, it, it's the coolest thing though, man. Like I'm so excited. It, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just can't wait till people get to fool around with it on their car. Like, and I always tell people, this is a two use product. The first oh, time yeah. you put it on, you're going to put it on and you're going to go, I think I see something different, which you never believe. Okay. Nobody that's a car person ever believes that first time. The next week when you do your maintenance wash, you're going to do it. You're going to put it on your car and you're going to go, wow, that this is different. That's why I say it's a two use product because anybody that tells you they immediately buy into something on the first time, isn't a car person, the car guy and gal take a couple times and then they go, this is sweet. And right. that's what happened. The application though, here's the cool part as it came together and we knew where we were going that application and using the twist dry towel that we have oh, dude. must do. And I think the ultimate part too is listen, you can do it when it's dry. 100%. No worries. Do it when the car's dry. But if you want to be wash and then rinse spray with slick and use the twist dry. Yeah. I tell people this. Uh, so we went with a, a smaller twist dry out of the gate. We haven't found a bigger twist dry that we're happy with. Okay. So for all those that love those big drying towels, we're just, we have, we haven't found one. We're, we're, we're going to have to work on that. Okay. But we went with the 16 by 16 because I specifically used it. And I told you this, this is the towel because you can finish the windows with slick inside and out and wipe the whole car down with one towel, having a wet side and having a dry side. Well, just the way we talked about wet, dry stuff on the car, stuff, not on the car. It, this is a product. When you take some of the junk out of the formulation, it's amazing how silica reacts and it reacts very, very well. It's right, the so other stuff. Talking about the reaction, we the the purity of it and what people will immediately notice when they go to wipe with that towel, a rainbow. You yep. see that you see the rainbow, you see the solvents releasing, you see it. And that to me is where I go. Yeah. That's really no, it's cool. great. Look, man, and like I said, you're not going to put this on trim and see like the dressing look because that's not what it's supposed to do. Okay. That's not what this, this type of stuff is supposed to do. When you see that darkening of trim, that is actually silicone in most cases, which is tire dressing active ingredient. Okay. That's what we didn't want. This will protect your trim, but ceramic coating our Uno product or our dose product or our tray product that is what you use with that resin, that solve, that heavy solvent, that dioxide, all that stuff together. That's what really can help darken trim. That's a pure form of darkening your trim. And, and then silica just is on top of it and keeps it protected. This is a light protectant that we're going after insane looks. And that's what we've always wanted out of sprays. We just, we want to pop on the way to the car show. We want to pop before we go on a road trip. We want to pop every time we wash our car. And that's what we've, we, we've, we've put into this experience. Not only is it user-friendly, 
no chance for streaking, no chance for any of that. The other thing is it provides a look, which I think is missing from almost every spray I've ever used because, again, it's not silica. It's a lot of other stuff. And you start getting into that other stuff, man, and it, it just doesn't react well on paint. And that silica plays really well with paint. So any time that it wasn't reacting well on paint, it was something else in the formula. That's what happened to us in development. When we kept boiling it down, the silica played so well on the car paint, and that what you find out is silica plays really well on car paint. It's just when you put the other junk in there that it doesn't. Yeah, and uh, as I we have constantly over the past years always talked about maintenance, right? That's been how you've grown your business. Yep. We're still maintaining, and we like this is why I always say because I think it's funny. Like 2003, 2002, we still have those same customers that we maintain weekly to bi-weekly basis, right? I've never understood over the past years why everybody went to put on a ceramic and step away and never see it again. Right. Like, and that'd be this, and that's same for the car owner. Like don't put a ceramic on and walk away. That that's not the best. That, that, that's not what it's, there's nothing in life. That's a magic pill. It just doesn't exist, man. You're gonna have to maintain your car. Wow. Period. And, and when we're maintaining, there's just really what we've found nothing better. I, yeah. Listen, I, I can't thank you enough for the amount of time that you put in and the amount of bulldogness of saying, we got to have this, man, we got to do it. <laughs> And you're like, fuck it, man. We're, we're doing this and we're moving yeah. forward, man. So thanks so much for, for doing that, for what you've put into it and where we're headed, man. The community can't be more excited. Oh, 100%. shit, I'm oh, out, man. Out. I'm telling you, the topo, the topo, or what I say topo, topo. you say what? Topo, topo Chico. Yeah, whatever. I'm from Oklahoma. We say topo. <laughs> you know, it is what it is, man. You uh, say pop. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm an empty glass, man. That was... That was a great seltzer. I, I definitely would recommend it. Uh, Topo Chico. Marty, can't thank you enough, man. And for all those guys and gals out there waiting on the product, I swear we're, we're close. Yeah. Uh, probably by the time you're listening to this, actually, if you're not on the live feed, when we release this, we're hoping that Slick has hit the stores and everybody can get their 16 ounce and gallon. And maybe next week we'll talk a little bit about where we go uh, why we're going into 16s and gallons, uh, you know, just feedback from people, you know, people wanted something a little more ready to re readily available for them to use. And so there's a couple of those types of things we need to talk about some more. Yep. As much as we wanted to be in where we were, the market told us what the market yeah. wanted. We just had, yeah. I mean, it is, we it just is. had too many comments. We had too yeah. many people saying, Hey, do you have a gallon? Do you, you know, mm -hmm. can I have a trial? Well, 16 ounces is perfect to try a product. I, I would venture to say, once you get to 16, you'll be buying gallons in no time. I mean, this is that special of a product. So Marty, thanks for uh, everything on this and for everybody out there. I promise we're working as fast as we can and hopefully we can get it out soon. Done. All right, Nick. Thanks so much, right, man. Enjoy your Talk night. Talk to you. episode over leave us a review and we will see you on the community pub wednesday nights at 7 30 central the zoom meeting id is 918-800-1188 that's the community pub wednesday nights 7 30 central the zoom meeting id is 918-800-1188 grab a pint and enjoy